0: I'm Dr. Gene Hampson, and for more than twenty five years I've been answering your financial questions on Atlanta's longest running and most respected money show on radio. This is Money Talks, providing honest, straightforward answers to your financial questions. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired on Saturday, September 30th, 2017. The only thing we have to the economic health of this nation has there are been more more essential essential economic freedoms. Freedom. The excessive, the excessive, excessive decline, decline in the dollar, in the lack the dollar. Lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street. To fail. Growing the economy. Growing the
1: economy. Welcome. Yeah. This is Money Talks.
2: Well, good morning, good morning. This is Money Talks, Atlanta's longest running and most respected money show on radio. I'm Bill Lako. Certified financial planner. Dollar Bill to my friends. Dollar, <laughs> dollar. 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 You've got to take the R off though. Dollar. It's not dollar. It's dollar. 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 I right. didn't hear Exactly. It all. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's Troy Harmon. You're like hey, a really smart guy, right?
0: I'm kind of smart sometimes. It just depends on who you re- you uh, measure me against. I so got I you.
2: Okay. So you're you're a CFA, Chartered Financial Analyst. Yes, sir. And a CVA. Yes, sir. Certified Valuation Analyst. Yes, sir. So I would think you know how to value things. I, I
0: would throw think, darts yes. uh, kind throw, of stuff. Throw, throw darts. I can throw darts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can value things, too. And then uh, we have Shauna Theriot, who's also smarter than I am and better looking. You're not better looking, Troy. So, oh well,
0: I mean, I never claimed to be. Bald that. is beautiful, man. Right yeah. here, this is perfect face for radio.
2: <laughs> me too. Uh, so you're a CPA. Yes. And a CFP.
1: Correct. So. And that's a, a future CDFA.
2: It. Oh, there we go. Just working on more almost there you're done. Your hope
1: growing, growing, growing.
0: You could
2: pass the exam.
0: <laughs> What's CDFA?
1: A certified
0: divorce financial analyst. Got it. That's Got it. that's not divorced financial analyst. Certified divorce. divorce. Yes, right. Matters of divorce and finance.
2: Gotcha. Yep, <laughs> <you yeah>. go. <laughs> so what's going on this week? Well, Bill, it was, almost,
0: week. it was almost your perfect week. The market is down five one-hundredths of a percent. Almost flat. <laughs> I have been flat. right
2: more this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, the market totally all, all in is uh, up almost 12% year-to-date. I'm uh, just saying, uh, there have been good. plenty
2: of days where it's been flat.
0: That's true. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it there's been – it seems like it's grown in steps. The market's, uh, you know, it bumped up about 3.5% in the first three months of the year, and then, you know, five you mean it doesn't go straight up? It does not – well, sometimes it feels <laughs> like it goes straight up. If you look at the chart, it surely looks like straight up. But, no, it does not go straight up. The market's up and down constantly. Um Anyway, uh, information technology still leading the pack. It was up about 25.5% a couple of weeks ago. We're still, uh, it's kind of flattened out there to uh, 24.9% year-to-date on information technology. Two sectors still negative. Telecom is down 8.5%. Energy Mm. down uh, 8.7%. So uh, uh, it's an up-and-down situation. Healthcare still big winner, 17.9% better. Uh, On the week, the big news was energy actually rallied uh, up over 2 percent. Financials were up over 1 percent, 1.24. Utilities down in the basement, usually when you see utilities, real estate, consumer staples, those sorts of stocks that pay off a big dividend, when you see them fall, there's probably something going on with interest rates. So uh, we'll check that out in a few minutes. But uh, um, all things considered, market relatively flat on the week. Um, got a few things on uh, the economy. Uh, Case-Shiller Home Price Index, this thing has gotten longer and longer. S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index uh, said that uh, price is appreciated. Uh, accelerating in the last three months uh, ended in July. There's a big lag in this number, uh, 5.8% in July, up from 5.6% higher in June. Uh, growth in the 10-city composite index was uh, up 5%. So pretty much a little better than 5% across the board on home price appreciation. Uh, consumer confidence, something that we look at all the time, uh, pulled back just a little bit, but we're still looking at uh, numbers that are uh, really high. The consumers still, you know, pretty healthy. Just uh, seems to be losing a little bit of interest in the in the uh, recent days. Uh, New home sales slipped a little bit in August, uh, fell 3.4%. Looking at durable goods, uh, advanced um, 1.7% in August relative to July. And uh, MBA mortgage applications, which we look at just about every week, decreased 0.5%. Refinance index fell by uh, 3.5%, while uh, purchase index moved 2.8% higher. Those rates I talked about. Um, seems like it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, the 30-year increased eight basis points, 0.08%. Um, all these moves are relatively small, but uh, it the, the yield curve basically steepened this week. It's probably the reason that you see financials uh, doing well, as well as the fact that we still see that recovery in insurance companies that we've talked about in the last couple of weeks uh, as hurricanes have uh, – not produce the damages that uh that were expected starting you know earlier this month, early September. We were all worried about um So is the is the ten year up almost
2: a percent over last year?
0: Uh, no, it's uh what are we two point three four now? It's been like as it was low as two point four though, wasn't it last no, year? No, 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 not the ten year, maybe two point one four. It's it was down close to uh two percent flat. Last year? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, and right. I don't think I've seen it that low. Uh but <clears throat> the uh the treasury is is definitely uh has moved over the last week or so and part of that bill, I don't know if you looked into it, but you know we got a new tax proposal out. I did. Um so we're we're looking at uh the potential and none of this seems real new to me, but uh corporate taxes being lowered from 35% to 20%, that's probably one of the big ones. Um, then we're looking at the potential for three uh, individual tax rates from uh, 12% to 25% to 35%. Did you read the fine print? Uh, well, the problem is there's really not a whole lot of detail, but what fine print are you referring Well, the fine to?
2: print said that uh, there will be another bracket, they just haven't disclosed it yet, on the uber-wealthy. Yeah. They're, there, there always is the uber wealthy. Right. That's how you define that. That always cracks me up because according to the current tax structure, uber wealthy is 39.6, oh. right? At 418 grand. I was going to say, yeah. Mary filing Joints. I didn't know that would make you an uber wealthy person yes. at 400 grand. But sure. all depends. So there's going to be another tax bracket. Yeah. I pretty I much be surprised said the, the actual sentence said we want to keep the progressive nature of our tax system so that we don't put un do burden on the middle class. I right. forget how it was worded exactly. Of course. Hey,
0: but, you know what? There's a whole lot more middle class but, uh, than there but, are But, but along loans. with that,
2: they're going to take away my deductions. <laughs> right. Which right. is exactly what Reagan did, and I appreciate that.
0: Well, yeah. But it
2: was also, you know, they talk about it being the largest tax decrease.
1: Yeah. It, are they you know, are, is, is it still in there to get rid of AMT?
2: Yes. yes, and yeah, the see, tax. but but that's
1: estate what they tax. do is they reduce yeah. your deduction, so it's
2: yeah.
1: Well, or you get also to the bracket d- faster. Oh, I'm
2: not complaining about this thing. Don't don't misunderstand yeah. me. I'm just saying that at a certain level of income, you probably aren't going to see a whole lot of help.
0: Yeah, no, no that's true. That's so. true. Um, I think for the however, for the common person, however, probably see I, I
2: predict that our CPA department will be busier than ever because they're talking about. For small businesses, uh, LLCs, S-corps, distributions would be taxed at twenty-five percent.
0: Yeah, a lower lower distribution. So you're going to
2: have people who, you know, switch from paying themselves a fair and reasonable wage to trying to take it
3: to <laughs> distributions distribution.
2: and so we'll be able to defend them. In the, yeah, IRS well, audit. Yeah, It'll be the it's the full employment act for CPAs is what I view it as. Yeah.
0: Well everything, <laughs> any time you change the tax code, guess who benefits most right. the the tax prepare in almost every yeah. instance. But oh, today, I guarantee
2: you you'll see uh, you'll see audits go through the roof for yeah. S Corps and LLCs.
0: Yeah. Well, they're still trying to keep uh, several things intact, charitable yeah. deductions. Um, and mortgage interest. And, and but, Right, mortgage interest. But there's, uh, there's still the, uh, uh, who is it, the, one of the realty companies came, or realty associations came out and said that the, uh, the fact that they're increasing the standard deduction, doubling the standard deduction, that Burst a lot them. of folks will not uh, seek uh, home ownership because of the fact that the itemized deduction for interest will not be as beneficial to them.
2: I don't believe for a minute that you make a decision on whether you rent or own based upon
1: a tax deduction. Tax deduction.
2: I, I do believe that that might play into whether you buy a gargantuan house, sure, a midsize house, or a small house, because obviously interest rates and after-tax effect of that sure. play into what you actually have in your pocket to be able to afford it. Sure. But I, I don't think you make that call.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't believe so either. I yeah, think the
1: everyday that, person isn't going into it thinking about taxes and strategies right. when they're buying a house.
0: Not generally. Right. Hmm. Another one of the things that's probably going to be a serious sticking point, especially with those senators and congressmen from uh, California and New York <laughs> and New Jersey, is going to be the fact that they're trying to do away with the state and local tax deductions. Uh, I really believe that that will not pass as it is currently you proposed. Think? Yeah, I, I don't think they've got enough votes to make it go with the... Uh, with uh, throwing those folks out. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And, of course, the first reaction from Democrats, what'd they say? I could have told you they would have said this years ago, that we're going to give rich people a tax break and the middle class is going to pay for it. That's exactly how they coached and couched it before they even saw the plan. It's nine pages, should have been an easy read, but, uh, you know, that's exactly what they're saying immediately. So, you know, here we got uh, the Democrats trying to push against tax reform, I guess, whatever you want to be known as. And and the other thing is uh, they always ask, how are we going to pay for this? It's $3 trillion in deductions well, over the next They didn't really worry years.
2: about that when Obama was
0: racking up $10 trillion, right? No, no I, they can spend like crazy. It's just when you try <laughs> well, to. Well, Republicans
2: to, do a pretty good job of BSing I, as well, you know.
0: Uh, We're going to repeal.
2: We're going to repeal. How did that work out for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did that work out? Stalemate. That's yeah, what you call it. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: Anyway. it's called lying is what it's called uh, yeah I guess it's all in the intention <laughs> we'll probably at, if you we'll ask see them. what happens next year at the ballots uh, well that's going to be interesting as always no <laughs> doubt but uh, yeah I, I think worrying about how you're going to pay for a tax break is uh, is one of those things you you have to ignore the fact that economic uh, activity would increase if you're going right. to worry so much about that
2: all right we're gonna stop here for a quick break. you're listening to money talks don't touch that dial we'll be right back.
1: It's time for the
0: Dog of the Week right, T-Roy Yeah, the uh, Dog of the Week this week is uh, definitely an animal Definitely not a dog Uh, Who would have ever thought that crawfish and beer go together at all? Well, have you ever been to New Orleans? During
2: Crawfish Fest, yeah, but I'm talking about
0: live crawfish and beer. Oh, this is a whole lot different. This is not eating the crawfish. Uh, what a, is it? There's <laughs> a crawfish drinking beer. <laughs> a, Protovin Brewery in South Bohemia, oh. Czech Republic, is using. Where do you come up? Crawfish garbage. To determine if there's a change in the water that they use to create their beer. Uh, they say that uh, crawfish are very sensitive, and they've they've determined this by uh, they use uh, monitors that monitor the heart rate and movement of the <laughs> crawfish. Yeah, Shawna. Why is that so funny?
1: I don't know. I just teeny <laughs> tiny little monitors. <laughs> they and... really
0: do, yeah. And they what they do is they pipe the water. It's a natural sourced water. Pipe it through these fish tanks uh, with the crawfish in it. They say that if there is a change in the water, say pollution is in the water or any sort of uh, change in the mineral activity in the water, um, the crawfish's heart rate and movement increase. And if there's more than three of these. 20 that they have, I think it is, uh, going at the same time, then they stop the water flow and figure out what's happened, what's changed. So this is technology, animals, and beer. How do you combine three things like that at one time? I have, I, mean, say, I'm not
2: I have to say this is one of your better ones. I have to say. I'm fascinated. Well, this, this, I could see a line of business here. Should we know? invest yeah, in the I company mean, that of, makes the
1: heart monitors? Instead
2: of uh, that, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a big market for testing the hearts of crawfish. I mean, I feel like hey, we, t- we're going to bring an IPO out. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Get on the
0: bandwagon. Crowdsource
2: <laughs> funding right now.
0: People in Puerto Rico would probably eat some, drink some water whether the crawfish were okay or not right oh. now. well, Don't you think?
2: It's a sad scenario. It, it is really a is a scenario. sad
0: scenario. But, um, hey, when it's uh, when it comes to monitoring the water system, crawfish and technology are here to help. Isn't it? Uh,
2: well, I, my day bizarre. is now complete that I've got more useless information in my brain.
0: Uh, there you go, Bill. So I, like, hey, you got to forget a <laughs> I
2: was,
1: was going to say, just think of what you lost <laughs> to get that.
0: Me and Shauna could probably point out a few things you ought to forget here and there, just <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> just once in a while. All righty. All righty. Speaking so, of Shauna, we do have... Uh, uh, story that we wanted to talk about, uh, kind of a scenario, if, right. uh, if you ahead. will. Uh, Sean, I'm going to kick it to you, but uh, basically, when folks come across the sad instance of divorce, since right. you're working on these sorts of things, right? Uh, and I work on valuation. You and I probably could talk together about a divorce involving small business.
1: Absolutely. Well, there's definitely challenges when you have a small business and a divorce with a husband and wife. Um, it could be anything, you know, dentistry, medicine, law, real estate, or just a home-based business you have. It's very important to figure out to make sure that the division is equitable to talk to somebody who is certified to evaluate it, such as a C- CVA as yourself.
0: Sure.
1: Um, just make sure that you're using a right appraisal and valuation. So there's generally three options in a divorce situation. You know, the one of the spouses could. Just continue owning the business. Both spouses could continue owning the business, or you could sell the business and divide the proceeds. Sure. Generally speaking, what happens? The best decision for a couple is that you know one of the spouses continues owning the business. So there's ways to structure that so they can buy out their share um, if they have a share, or you know give them part of. You can do if you don't have the cash proceeds to do it, you can set up some sort of loan or you know payback in place as well. Um, but there are tax consequences to that, potentially the way it's structured. So you would want to also work with a CPA to make sure that um, and your attorneys to make sure that you're or a CDFA really to make sure that you're doing what's most equitable and getting the best for both spouses in that situation.
2: Well, yeah. and, you know, and I know you're going to get into this a little bit more, but sometimes, you know, you think of it, they say, oh you know, I don't know, I'm making up a number here, business is worth a million bucks, you know, whatever. And I got assets here and I got assets there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of times the house will go to the spouse and, mm-hmm. you know, and then how, however you divide the assets up, all of a sudden, yeah, it's equal in terms of value. Right. But one ends up with more cash flow. Right. Than the other. Right. And that's where things get a little iffy. And, and, and this is not a dig at attorneys, but they're not. Finance. General, I mean, generally, they're not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's not to say that they can't be. Sure. Uh, some of them can, but, you know, they're busy trying to to handle the legal aspects of the divorce sure. and that type of thing. So having, you know, a second set of eyes, take a look at this, that might look at it from a finance point of view, not even a tax point
1: of view. Right. You're um, absolutely correct because cash flow is going to be important, especially if a spouse ends up with a house that they can't afford right. in terms of maintaining it and they don't have the cash flow to do so right. because they just got the house as an asset or maybe some other small asset. Yes.
0: So uh, some of the other things, if you just want to get a little more technical, Bill, I know you love the technical side of me. I do. So uh, I do. Hold here, on, here, we, here we go. Hang on staff, to Staff, bring a pillow. Where's my pillow? <laughs> Give me uh, a pillow. So, go ahead. So so if you up. ever can't sleep at night. No. <laughs> put my feet up. Go ahead. Tune to this. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> The, the snoring actually adds to. Yeah, I didn't even hit a button. I just did that yeah. all on my own. Oh, you did. I'm a trained professional. You are, no <laughs> doubt. Bill, you talk about cash flow. So yeah. uh, when you're trying to determine the value value of a business, one of the things you try to do is forecast the the uh, cash flow into the future. And uh, this lesson you're giving right here doesn't just apply to
2: individuals. It
0: does not. This
2: is how we somewhat look at the individual stocks. We buy. it is, okay. yes.
0: Whether it be whether it be public or all public, right. I'm awake now. Private companies. I'm awake now. All right. So I'm getting out my uh, pen. So we, we look at uh, – it's called an income-based valuation, in right. case anybody ever asked you. You have that Another little piece nugget in the <laughs> back of your brain. There you go. Uh, anyway, you figure out what you believe the cash flows in the future could be, yeah. um, and then you bring them back to present value using – uh, some sort of a discount. Most of the time, that discount is the cost of capital to that business. So there's uh, several aspects of uh, cost of capital. Most small businesses just use um, you know, use debt. They'll borrow from the bank, and that's the way that they fund their operations. So is that what
2: you discount back
0: at? Is well, it is the cost of capital, but it's the cost of not only the borrowing or the debt... It's also a cost of equity capital. Now, cost of equity capital is the very difficult piece to, to get. Yeah, you're going to. You're going gonna. <laughs> mean, to. This is a guarantee. You it's had one, me there the, for a minute. The one time in <laughs> cost finance of equity that I can guarantee is you will sleep through this. Okay. Anyway, so uh, what goes on with equity capital? Obviously, it's something that, that dates back to the uh, uh, capital asset pricing model, uh, which well, gives us – Let's bring us, it
2: forward to today. Yeah,
0: okay. So what it basically <laughs> does is – uh, uses the market-based return. Yep. Most of the time we assume it's like a 5.5% per year. Okay. That's the market risk premium. And then the uh, the risk-free rate, which is basically 20-year treasury. Although we just talked about the 10-year being at 2.4, we usually use around 3.5%. So 3.5 plus 5.5 is about 9% right. uh, for equity capital. And that's where we start. And then you make so adjustments. You so discount,
2: you discount back both, two different tranches? So you got cost of capital you, you, borrowing and then you got the equity. For the
0: for the full uh value of the firm, right. it's all the cash flows divided by the weight uh, the weighted average cost of capital, which is the weight of the debt times the cost of the debt plus the weight of the equity times the cost of the equity. So That's um, why people pay you a lot of money. So they don't have to sleep through this? Right, yeah. so they don't have to do it themselves because, yeah. you know, I'd want to eat a bullet. I'm actually thinking about it right now, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'll end soon. So just before you do that, okay. there will be no loud noises on All right. this show. All right. uh, anyway, so uh, what, we, what we do then is you make adjustments for size of the business, the industry they're in. Right. And various other things, and then there's this one special thing that is so subjective that it's very difficult to even explain. Uh, it, it's basically the business itself. So if you go in to look at a, uh, a small business, and you find that the business runs itself like uh, the piggy bank for the owners, right. you know, where the owner is, <laughs> you know, driving the company Maserati, yeah. and what's the problem with that? You know, well you telling I me mean, I need one. It's it's, it's legal, <laughs> <laughs> perfectly legal. I mean, the tax man will let you do it. Uh, but uh, when you're talking about the business value valuation, you you might want Bill. I know in one of your stories, you You'd back those out. Reference right? the uh, the Ford Fairmont. You'd rather. If you're buying the business, you assume that they have a Ford Fairmont for the company car and not right. so much the Maserati. Well, I think the I, – I, go, keep going. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I didn't mean well, to Well, it's you. fine. But it's, basically what it is is uh, the actions of management, a very right. profitable company is going right. to get you a lower discount, a higher valuation. Right. Uh, you know, companies that do these things that are hard to justify, I yep. guess is the best way to say, uh, you know, you can get, uh, you get different valuations so when you do that.
2: Timing here matters. So obviously sometimes divorce comes on sudden,
1: Mm -hmm. and then
2: there's a lot of emotions that go into what's going on, um, which is somewhat why you want to have uh, third-party advisors that are unemotional about things. Right. Because you're going to be angry enough about what's going on.
1: um, Yeah, you're not really going to be thinking, what what is my situation going to be 10 years from now?
2: Type of attorney you're using, you know, they can either stoke those fires or try to drown them out. Um, you know, there's litigating kind, and then there's the mediating kind, and you know, I'm not picking on anything. It just it just the way it is. Um, so being able to have somebody on your side sit there and do the fun calculation you just described, right. and then have an intelligent conversation about how do we right mm-hmm. um, is important. Now, let's juxtapose that, big word, to you're going to sell your business. Right. All right. Well, you have time to actually clean up those financials. Absolutely. Okay. So I wouldn't be, hey, I'm going to sell my business and still have a Maserati on the, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? This is why you might want to actually come seek advice about how to get your financials in order so that you can maximize the sale price of that business.
0: Right. And and generally, when you're dealing with a, a tax professional, they're going to try to get it, get your business to look like it. Would pay the least tax possible, right? Absolutely. And that is a conflict when you're talking about the value of your business (laughs) quite (laughs) often. So, prepping that business for sale is is a much different situation.
2: All right, we're going to stop here for a quick break. Got to pay some bills. We'll be right back.
1: Every day I'm shuffling.
0: Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building, in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks. I'm Bill Lako.
2: along with uh, Troy Harmon, Sean Othariel. You thought the music was never going to stop, did you? No,
0: I, I was I enjoying. It. It. I
2: like some techno <laughs> once in a while, Bill. Techno, you just
1: throw it out. Tech there. House music, techno. Oh
2: man, you were showing your age. What? What is it? I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> That's Oh, Come on, man. I don't know what it is. It's good music, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's dancing to, music. It's got a catchy beat.
2: Yeah. Don't <laughs> make me do the worm. <laughs> the worm.
0: Don't make me do the worm. I, I hear people suffer when I'm you just do the worm. You.
2: Last time I did the worm, somebody's arm got broken. Yeah,
0: just just realize right. if Bill like how, that's ever that's says, story.
2: that's how we do it now with HR.
0: That's we just right. kind of yeah if bill like ever says worm. don't make me do the worm that is a threat people you should know run you should get out of the way definitely
2: uh yes all right so uh i guess we should tell them how they can reach us right that'd be great go yeah, ahead troy tell them tell right,
0: them so uh if you have questions you can always call us at 770-429-9166 you can talk to a Person, If you call that number or leave a message, uh, we also have a question hotline, one 429 9166 You call that number, you leave your voicemail, and we will play it on the air and answer your question right behind it. Also, we have uh, email, Jean at hensler.com. If you'd like to uh, submit your question that way, that's uh, spelled H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R, uh, and if you go to hensler.com, you can also find lots of information we have uh, posted on our website um, to help you answer maybe your questions yourself. Um, and you can find our contact information there. We got uh, access to social media as well. <coughs> Bill, you ever looked at LinkedIn? I have started
2: to learn how to use LinkedIn. Oh, okay.
0: There we go. He's on it, right. though. So LinkedIn, get... Facebook. Uh, I'm not sure what i Instagram even. I think we have an Instagram account. I have so, no idea. Uh, Look <laughs> us up. It's above
2: my pay grade. Above your pay grade. Wow. It's above <laughs> my pay grade.
1: That's, that's right.
2: All right, let's stuff. get to some questions. All right, good to Uh Shauna, you want to do Andy
1: from Canton? Sure. Andy from Canton asks a question, and he's uh, considering working during his retirement he's scheduled to retire from the company at the end of the year probably by march and tired of hanging around the house and we'll look for some part-time work in his 65 is there anything i should know about working in retirement there's a lot of things to consider about working in retirement so what <clears throat> absolutely well if your plan works and you don't have to work in retirement then it really is just if it's Something you want to do because you don't want to hang around oh, the house, okay. as he said, but Guess I was making the assumption he had a plan, had
0: a, right? <laughs> that's Although the I probably first shouldn't step. make that
1: assumption given
0: you know, some <laughs> people with a plan even expect right. to work, you know. Well, no, right.
2: no, no, but that's what I meant, right? Sure, so my right. attitude was going to be find something fun to do, right?
1: You know? sure. you know? Exactly, if you get paid for it a little bit too, that's that's nice too.
2: I want a brain dead job when I retire. <laughs> I can't imagine not working, but I want. Something just, that you don't yep.
0: have to take home with you,
2: or even really think about while I'm there. Oh, well, there you go. All right,
3: you I'm could,
2: not going to be working. you can always. Equipment. You could
1: always watch the crawfish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be. Just remember, <laughs> three at a time. If they, if their heart rate goes up, it feels it's like time a lot of change. responsibility.
2: Yeah, well, okay?
0: yeah. you don't, don't
2: want, want to ruin live animals. Right? Don't
0: ruin the beer. I'm thinking like
2: a a doorman or something. You know, something doesn't require a whole lot of. I shouldn't make fun of doorman. That's not what I was no, doing. They, but no, I, yeah, they actually no. have to think about stuff because they and remember repair. names. They do. Or, I mean, yeah, if I don't, you don't want a good tip because first you that's have to care. Much. See, that's what I was told. <laughs> first, you have to care.
1: That's how you so, remember right. names, right? You don't
0: that's have to problem. remember names. There, there is another doorman job. I mean, welcome to Walmart. Well, you know, is that kind of what you were looking for? I was for? Here's, just
2: here's glad hand. I like No, I'm, I'm telling you, after twenty three years of doing this already, I'm. You know, at some point you want. A brain-dead job. There you go. <laughs> Just be the friendly face. Yeah.
0: There you go.
2: Well, I if... can even do super size. You know what I mean? I can hit the button.
1: Yeah. <laughs> won't,
0: right? Won't, won't fry them I mean, I,
2: Yeah. But which size? I mean, I could do yeah. it.
0: I like it. How about that? Bill, <laughs> Bill's got skills.
1: Well, if you're 65 and you decide to keep working, things to think about... Uh, Social Security, your full retirement age is 66 if you're 65 today, Andy. So oh, I forgot
2: that. Sure. Oh, a
1: little tricky, So, tricky. Yeah. so, so if you, you're get
2: whacked you, pretty hard. You could,
1: yes. Yeah. So first of all, if you take your Social Security at age 65, you have a 19% reduction in your Social Security. But even further to that, it depends on how much money you make. So in twenty seventeen, if you have earned income before full retirement age of about seventeen thousand, it's a little lower, but it's about seventeen thousand, they take a reduce your benefit by a dollar for every two dollars you earn above that till it gets to the point where you have no benefit. So it's not beneficial to even take social security, just let it continue building. So it's gonna be important. To have a plan and have 10 years of liquidity, the way we look at planning is looking going to retirement. Even if you're working part time, you right. still may have a withdrawal need, especially right. if you're not taking Social Security. Right. So, looking at having 10 years of liquidity set aside for your withdrawals, taking into consideration if you do have part-time work. Another right. thing to consider that a lot of retirees run into um, is health insurance. Mm-hmm. So, if you, but you retire get it at
2: 65, 65 right? 65,
1: right? right. right. you're Medicare. Right. Absolutely, but maybe your spouse isn't. So, you know, you think about, it depends, Andy, if your spouse is younger than you, you know, you may want to continue working as it is hard to find health insurance right now. I've, I've talked to retirees that in Georgia that are having difficulty finding any health insurance before age 65 when you're on Medicare eligibility. So thinking about that in terms of, you know, the health care costs yeah, for your spouse. Yeah, Obamacare
2: was so great. Wonderful. Well, of course, we can't repeal and replace because <laughs> our Congress people <laughs> lied to us.
0: No. Not that you're having a problem with politicians I'm just today
2: saying, or any other day, right? I'm just right saying. Then. I mean, let's just call it how it is, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the, the the one thing you have to have is at least agreement within your own party if you're going to have some reasonable change made, right? I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Shauna, for that no. sidebar. Yeah. No.
2: Well, what it sounds like you're telling me is he needs to maybe get a plan if he doesn't have one.
0: Correct.
1: Correct.
2: At do you know, you know anybody who can to do that plan?
1: Possibly. Do you? Maybe a What CFP? phone number would you
2: recommend they call?
1: <laughs> 770-429-9166.
2: Come on, that's you shameless self-promotion the right there, there see? Go.
0: Ask for Shawna. That's right. She'll help you out. Absolutely. No doubt. All right, so you want to take a stock question? Sure, why not? Well, you pick it. Okay. You got like five um, Henrik from Norcross asks: I have a few shares of Kimberly Clark that I got back in the 80s when I worked for the company. I've watched the stock rise and fall so many times. I sold most everything in the mid 90s. I uh, kept a thousand in the stock for nostalgia. Uh, now I'm sitting on a pretty penny as I've invested the dividends over the years. Could say it's not a thousand trim, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I could trim my profits, but is it, but is it worth paying the capital gains? Uh, and keeping the original thousand dollars invested, I, you know what? We see a lot of folks that have these emotional ties to their portfolio, and, and it'll just be one stock or another. And quite often, it causes many causes as many problems as it cures. Um, I, I prefer to look at the fundamentals, and if you look at this stock, ten point six eight percent annually since the beginning of 95. So we can assume that you've probably had some pretty significant appreciation. That's better than the S&P 500. It's appreciated 9.8% uh, since that time, about a 891% total return on this investment. Uh, so, you know, if you look, uh, just the price appreciation would have been 418%. You throw that dividend in there, and it makes it substantially so more. what did
2: that turn $1,000 into?
0: Yeah, uh, we're talking about... Almost 9,000. Yeah, so pretty substantial gain. Um, the, the company's solid. You know, uh, it's, it's one of those – Kimberly Clark makes a lot of paper products, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, personal hygiene items and things of that nature. They're a, 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 you know, these are solid companies, especially when uh, when you have a recession – who quits buying those sorts of things? Hardly anybody. I mean, right. you still got to have paper towels. You're going to buy the household staples. So, uh, so you would
2: own the stock.
0: I would in own in general. Stock. Generally speaking, okay. yeah, it's not so a bad stock. So now what you got to do
2: is take a look at it in terms of your total portfolio.
0: Right. In terms of your total portfolio and the fact that why are you emotional about your portfolio? I mean, people are, but. Really, you should look more at the fundamentals. I mean, if you want to have an emotion, let's have the happy emotion from a a grand return. This one is. But if you don't have conviction about a stock and you're still holding it and the fundamentals are bad, I would say... Exit. Yeah. Throw it out. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's not worth having around, tax. right?
1: And and depending on what tax bracket you're in, you may not even have that big capital gains taxes. You know those yeah. are low rates. They're really
3: low. Yeah. So
0: I mean if you're in a
1: low tax bracket, let's say you're already retired, is the average, right? Henrik, if you're if you're already retired, you, you maybe you're not taking Social Security yet. You know you may have a low tax bracket and you may not pay anything in capital gains in that, yeah. at that rate. So yeah. you need to look at it.
0: It's a solid company, especially if you want a little downside protection. It's it's a great option to have. Um, so. Uh, you know, I, I like Kimberly Clark. It's not one we recommend to our clients at the moment, but it is uh, within our wheelhouse. It meets the the criteria of high quality that we would use to to go out looking for. What a new percentage investment. would we you have allow to, someone to have in any one stock? Uh, I, we generally say five percent or less. Um, we do have some Definitely portfolio. no more than 10. Yeah, definitely no more than 10. We do have some models that have a little more than that in them on an individual stock, but uh, but those are pretty rare.
2: I got you. Yeah,
0: so okay. 5% or less, you're good.
2: All right. Uh, and I know, Sean, we, he's doing the building of the portfolio. We always tell people never more than 10%. That's right. basically because you can withstand a 10%. You know, if you owned Enron and it was only 10% and it went yeah. bankrupt, well, it's well, not it the hurt, end of the world. But, right. Yeah, it's
0: not the end of the world. It but kill if it your 30%, then, yeah, sure. you're toast. Yeah. So. Diversify. Yeah. Make sure you don't have those specific company risks That's right. as much as possible.
2: All right, we're going to stop here for a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial.
3: This country, you've got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power... Then you get the woman. Money, money, money. Sunny. In the rich man's
2: world. This is Money Talks. Money, money, and we're back. Money, money, I'm Bill Lako. Dollar bill to my friends. You know, market's up. Maybe I'm down and a quarter.
1: <laughs> it's always flat, according to you. I mean, yeah. it means you don't earn much. That's, that's true. That's his expectation. It, it so I need to call Shauna, it. not Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> that's Shauna Theriot and uh, Troy Harmon. You know, we're CFPs, CFAs, all that EIO stuff. Sure. You know. Uh, okay, let's let's take a couple questions here. Uh, Whitney from Coal Mountain, Georgia. Is that really a place? I, I guess it is. is. I've never even heard of that. Cole, Probably mountain.
1: north, I would I'm
2: not think. Sure maybe where it is. I don't either. But yeah. wow.
0: any mountain is always north
2: from here, right?
0: is <laughs> a good guess. Well, I don't know. is
2: not north. Oh.
0: Kennesaw Mountain is
2: I think, <laughs> maybe yeah. even south of here because they don't have mountains south <laughs> <laughs> in the south. Is
1: that really it's... a mountain, in Kennesaw? It's
0: more like a big hill. <laughs> I call it a mountain. I'm know, going all with all it. Right.
2: it. All right. So we digressed. Uh, do you know if there's any tax relief for this uh, for those affected by the uh,
1: recent hurricanes? There actually is. Um, the IRS just came out and announced uh, tax relief for any victims in Harvey, Irma, and Maria.
2: Okay, hold on. Let me be clear. For all the clients listening right now, you still have to get your stuff in. <laughs> we're not postponing filing <laughs> right. your tax returns. Yeah. Your we tax were not prepared. affected here.
1: <laughs> Therefore,
2: the Ensler
1: deadline is different. There's some counties yeah. in Georgia, though. I know. Yeah. There, there are there some are counties are, in Georgia. Right. In Florida, Georgia, Puerto Rico, yeah, well, Virginia, Texas. All of Georgia's Texas. you can
0: yeah. And, and you if you' oh is it all? and if all your tax oh, okay. preparer is based in Georgia you get that as well right. oh yeah, yeah that's true yeah.
1: So, it, yeah so they've uh they've extended the deadline for individual and business returns um, from September 15th and October 15th through Jan- January 31st of 2018 so yeah. you they've extended the deadline now if you still owed taxes for 16 well, you know that was that that done in April. April right yeah. so that it didn't extend that but right. um, also but look
2: take pity on your accountant because uh, exactly you know if you really wait till Mid January to mm. file, then they're going right into tax season for twenty seventeen. Right, there is no. They're not going to be happy with you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they're still you know, going to want you. A say.
2: happy CPA might be able to save you some money.
0: Instead <laughs> so of charge you more. No. <laughs> yeah, the the offset in your fee could be reflected. I'm uh, Just saying. I mean, not around here. No, but, no, we would never. Do but that. the average tax preparer.
1: The IRS um, has also. Um, they allowed 401ks and employer-sponsored retirement plans to make loans and hardship distributions to hurricane victims. So Without there's the
2: penalty. Oh,
1: they still have the penalty if you take the distribution. But, oh, okay. You know, uh, so there's still going to be the penalty and yeah, the tax, so. but they're allowing it to consider it a hardship. You know, um, what are you? you do? I
2: mean, I, this is I probably should have researched this before I came and asked this question. But okay, so the hurricane hit my house and my records are gone. Now what?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, that's very interesting.
0: i have to look that up. That would be difficult. Stay tuned next week. We'll come recreate. back with that
2: answer. <laughs> I don't know. How rec- I mean, I guess this. everything's digital now. Don't, but don't I mean,
0: leave it up to the IRS to figure it
2: out for you. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: it might take say, a minute. How much did you make last year and no deductions? <laughs> All right.
1: So Multiply this was, that
0: by your tax rate. Let's go.
1: So this is also interesting too. It says individuals and businesses who suffered uninsured because there's some people that didn't have flood insurance and some of these losses are uninsured. Yeah, they get most to of them. They get yeah. to deduct mm-hmm. it. Most of them. And didn't have flood they can insurance. do it, you know, in 17 in the year it happened or in 16, is what it says. So
0: It'd be the prior year, retroactive.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you know they're allowing you to take the deduction and choose the tax
0: year. So right. there
1: are other provisions to that, but those are the the larger highlights.
0: All right, well, uh, thank you, Shauna. Absolutely. There's, a, uh, there's another question on here that I think is, uh, is worth our time, definitely. Uh, Richard from Kennesaw says, I was browsing the headlines of the financial pages, and today's top earners are Alphabet, which is Google, uh, Alibaba, Facebook, and Am- uh, Amazon. The losers were all the blue chips of yesterday. GE, Procter & Gamble, Coke, Johnson & Johnson. Are the demographics of blue-chip stocks changing? Uh, Is this indicative of a bigger shift uh, or a move to come? Uh, Honestly, you've got big companies from yesterday that aren't growing nearly as quickly. So the difference that you're seeing, uh, when you're saying earners, I think you pointed to um, company returns. So it's really more of a stock market question, not so much the actual earnings of the company. uh, Because the companies that you noted (laughs) have some pretty serious cash flows um you know ge procter and gamble all those companies uh but what you're talking about e- each and every one of the companies that were that were mentioned in this ge i uh the ceo just stepped down uh first of the month they're having a few issues he's still the, the chairman of the board jeff imelt um but there's some some strategy issues at ge we sold the company in in uh most of our client portfolios a couple of years ago in lieu of uh, the preference of 3M. Um, and we saw back then that things were changing. Uh, you had a company that was kind of swimming against the, the stream, if you will, uh, instead of outsourcing more and more. Uh, you had a company that was trying to hire engineers and, and uh, produce software internally, uh, Bill. Operationally, we've had that mm-hmm. issue issue yep. here. So uh, uh, it just seems like a, a, a different uh, methodology they were taking and they had issues. P&G right now is fighting off uh, uh, Nelson, Pelt, Nelson Peltz, who's trying to get on the board um, because of the fact that he's throwing rocks at their strategy and the, the, uh, um, the uh, implementation of that strategy. And, you know, there's a big fight going on with that. Uh, you look at Coca-Cola, they've got demographic issues. Uh, sweet drinks are, are not the preference, but they do own a lot of water uh, companies and different options for uh, for the consumer. So, um, you know, uh, like I say, just about every one of these has an issue, and then you look at, at what's facing it. you got Alphabet, that's a, a big advertising agency basically on the Internet. Alibaba and Amazon are similar in as much as they – uh, they sell uh, goods wholesale across the board, and then Facebook, which is, I guess, just a personal entertainment, but also, uh, you know, that ad agency as well. Yeah, um, businesses
1: on Facebook too, though.
0: Yeah, they're they doing are. a lot of advertising yeah. on there. They are. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, a huge ad agency. So you've, you've just got technology is, is uh, always the cutting edge. If you think about GE, it started in 1890. And what was the new technology of the day? Electricity. This is Thomas Edison's company. This is still going on since 1890. So, you know, yeah, I would,
2: I would even go so far as to say, if you looked at the valuation of these companies, the old ones are more attractive.
0: Uh, Yeah, if you look, yeah, just at at cash flow, and I'll tell you where it really shows through. Look at what happened 2008, when the market was down about 37 percent in that one year. Every one of these companies that we're talking about, if they were around, Alibaba was not around. Facebook, you can't get numbers on them. But all of these companies, Amazon fell by over 50% in that year. Uh, Alphabet was down worse than the market, the 37%. I think it was down about 45 and if you look at the companies that we're talking about, the old blue chip stocks, they're just different. Uh, the cash flows hold up. Right. Uh, they're they're more uh, likely to have profits in those bad years. Um, I think it's just a matter of uh, we don't we don't personally time the market, but uh, you need to have some of that. That staple benefit, those yeah. those solid, long term defensive, defensive com, uh, you know, companies that are going to earn. You don't it no actually need
2: what. Facebook. You do need the products Procter and Gamble sells.
0: Absolutely, and you're not going to quit buying them just because there's a recession.
2: I know. I'm getting looked at right now by everybody. Oh my God, what would I do without my Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Well you would do without Facebook? <laughs> well, I that's haven't never had do. a Facebook, and I'm just fine. Well, I mean that's subjective, of course. Well, some people no. may take umbrage with that, but I'm relatively fine.
0: Yeah, I do have a Facebook. I never look at it and. and I too am fine. Well, as fine as you are. I mean, let's let's um, you know.
1: Well, you did say you have a face for radio,
0: so it's not like you want to post pictures everywhere, right? Yeah, but I I got
1: kids. That's That's true. That's true.
2: Well, Facebook's so passe now, right?
0: Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, old people are is. on Facebook. I know. If you're, I mean, if you're new people. and on the cutting edge, you're Instagram or something different, something I don't know about, probably Snapchat, mm. where uh-huh. you know you can send a picture and it goes away and nobody knows the difference. Which I will not let my kids have when Me they ask for it. Me
2: neither. <laughs> yeah, because it never goes away.
0: Uh, right. It's yeah. somewhere. has to be. You can, you can be. get a forensic person who digs it right back out <laughs> if they want it. So, And not only that, you can always... Uh, Take the old uh, snapshot on the screen of your computer right. or your apps and keep it. Yeah. Yep, and it's absolutely sure, it? you can. Right? That's right. All right, so there you go. Um, yeah, technology is awesome. It's uh, up twenty four, almost twenty five percent this year, but it's not everything.
2: I got you. All right, so market up or down?
0: Up. I'm always up. i broken down. record. I'm
2: going
1: against. Wow, you wow. are. Wow. Are you buying opportunity. down. down. <laughs> there you go. We'll <laughs> see you next week.